Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 26, 2023. This is my 1600th podcast. Can you believe that? 1600 since I've branched off of YouTube by itself and expanded it into Anchor, which puts it into Spotify and Google Podcasts. So that is just a great accomplishment for uh, yours truly here. So NBA and Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball, soccer, golf, reality TV, NFL mock draft, news and notes, and best bet. We'll start at the playoffs. We'll start in the NBA. Um, we had three games last night. We have four tonight, which is a lot of fun. Hawks over the Celtics 119-117 as they force a game six, believe it or not. Um... Trey Young at 38 points and 13 assists. Jalen Brown at 35 to lead Boston. Nuggets over the Timberwolves 112-109 as they advance. Jamal Murray, 35 points. Anthony Edwards had 29 in defeat. Suns over the Clippers 136-130 to advance. Um, Devin Booker had 47 points and 10 assists. And Norman Powell had 27. So... We'll get to the eliminated teams in a second. Um, NBA TV tonight, 7 o'clock, Knicks, Cavs. Gus Johnson will be doing play-by-play for this game on NBA TV. So that's pretty cool. And obviously you have Mike Breen and Clyde on MSG. You have the Cavs announcers on their local network. My projection is Cavs by three, total 222 and three quarters. That's five and a half and 202 and a half. I love the over. That is way too low. 730 TNT, Lakers, Grizzlies. Um... Probably Brian Anderson and Stan Van Gundy, right? Or Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller. I actually would think Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller for this one. Um, Grizzlies by four, total 231 and a 20th. And it's Grizz by four, total 222. Um, I like the over there as well. Overs have been hot in the NBA playoffs lately. NBA TV, 930 Heat Bucks. I have the Bucks by eight, total 225 and 720ths. The Bucks are facing elimination. They're 11.5-point favorites, still 219.5. I like the over in that one as well. And then 10 o'clock on TNT of the Warriors and the Kings, I would guess Brian Anderson and Stan Van Gundy. And by the way, Heatbox is probably um, Matt Weiner and uh, Brendan Haywood. Um, Warriors, Kings, Kings by 5, total 237 and a quarter. And it's Golden State by 1, total 235. Um... I'm taking Sacramento, getting the one and a half. I think this game, this series goes seven. And um, I feel pretty confident about it as well. So at gunpoint, do I think anybody closes out tonight um, of the 3-1 team? So Knicks, Lakers, Heat. Uh, just like how yesterday I thought that... Um, Oh, and the irony here is that all the home teams are facing elimination. But yesterday, those Game 5s, the road teams faced elimination. I said on the podcast yesterday that one of the road teams was going to win outright. I thought it was going to potentially be Minnesota. And now here, with the teams facing elimination all favored at home, I think that one of these teams is going to be eliminated tonight. And at gunpoint... From a point spread standpoint, you're going to say the Grizzlies might lose. And I have a feeling it might be the Grizzlies. I just don't see Giannis losing at home. He's going to have a big chip on his shoulder. And I think the Knicks might keep that game close against Cleveland. But I think that... um, they uh, will be playing in a game six in Madison Square Garden on Friday, and I think the Cavs win that one. So the most likely dog to win outright, I would say, is the Lakers. And I think that's the right pick. All right, Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, We'll go over the results from yesterday and look ahead to the games being played tonight. Islanders over the Hurricanes, 3-2 the force of game six, so... That series is a little more interesting now. The number three started a game with the goal. Sebastian Ajo, number two started a game with the goal and assist. Brock Dustin, number one started a game with the goal and assist. Pierre Engvall. 
So that game six would be Thursday night. No, Friday, Friday. Um, stars over the Wild 4 nothing to uh, go up 3-2 in the series. The number three started a game with three assists. Repins, number two, started a game with a goal in the assist. Tyler Sagan, number one, started a game with 27 saves on 27 shots. Jake Ottinger. Oilers over to Kings 6-3 to take a 3-2 series lead. The number three started a game with the goal Zach Hyman. Number two started a game with two goals, Nick Justad. And the number one started a game with two assists, Darnell Nurse. So quiet game for McDavid and Dreisaitl for the most part. They only have two points combined in the game, but they uh, still found the way to win. Um, only two games tonight, 7 o'clock ESPN. You have the Panthers and the Bruins. Um, Panthers facing elimination. If Boston wins, the Toronto-Tampa winner awaits. The Bruins are minus 250. The Florida Panthers are plus 202 over on their 6.5. Over is minus 102 and there's minus 120. Panthers plus 1.5 is minus 118. Bruins minus 1.5 is minus 102. Um, I should have went Bruins in 5 for the series, but I picked the sweep because I thought that Boston um, was just way better, which they were. They just had a bad game on home ice in Game 2. This is a tough one. But I think the Panthers keep this competitive. So I'm going to take Florida plus one half at minus 118. I'm going to say uh, one goal game. ESPN 930 of the Kraken against the Avalanche game five. Abs minus 178. Kraken plus 146. Over on their 5.5. Overs minus 124. And there's plus 102. Kraken plus one half is minus 164. Abs minus one half is plus 136 for this one. I'm going to go with the um, the pick out that makes inflated. Um, I'm going to go over 3.5 Avalanche goals at plus 108. All right, now move on to baseball. We'll go over the results from yesterday and look ahead to today's games. Um. Rockies over to Guardians 5-1. Rocks 8-17. Cleveland 11-13. Red Sox over to O's 8-6. Red Sox 13-12. Baltimore 15-8. Dodgers over to Pirates 8-7. Dodgers 13-11. Pittsburgh 16-8. Astros over to Rays 5-0. Astros 13-11. Rays 20-4. Mariners over to Phillies 5-3. Mariners 11-12. Phillies 11-13. Reds over to Rangers 7-6. Reds 9-15, Rangers 14-9. Blue Jays over to White Sox 7-0, Blue Jays 15-9, White Sox 17-17. Nats over to Mets 5-0, Nats 8-14, Mets 14-10. Braves over to the Marlins 7-4, Braves 16-8, Marlins 12-12. Twins over to Yanks 6-2, Twins 14-10, Yanks 13-11. Tigers over to Brewers 4-3, Tigers 9-13, Brewers 15-9. Cubs over to Padres, 6-0. The Cubs, 13-9. Padres, 12-13. Angels over to A's, 5-3. Angels, 12-12. A's, 5-19. Royals over to D-backs, 5-4. Royals, 6-18. D-backs, 13-12. Giants over to Cardinals, 5-4. Giants, 10-13. Cardinals, 9-15. All right. A lot of day games today. Um, 12-30 of the Rangers at the Reds. John Gray and Graham Ashcraft. Not as terrible pitching matchup here. Rangers minus 116. Reds minus 102. Over under 8.5. Overs minus 120. Unders minus 102. Texas minus 1.5 is plus 146. Reds plus 1.5 is minus 176. For this one, I'm going to go with under 4 Reds runs. Minus 108. Red Sox Orioles at one. Tanner Houck and Tyler Wells. O's minus one eighteen. Red Sox even money over on their eight and a half. Overs minus one oh five. Unders minus one fifteen. Boston minus one half is plus one sixty two. O's plus one half is minus one ninety six. I'm going full game under. White Sox Blue Jays. Michael Kopech and Yasei Kikuchi. Blue Jays minus one eighty four. White Sox plus one fifty four. Over on their nine and a half. Overs minus one fifteen. Unders minus one oh five. Chicago plus one half is minus one twenty two. Blue Jays minus one half is plus one oh two. I like the over in this spot. Um 
Yang's twins, Domingo Herman and Kenta Maeda. The twins are minus 120. The Yanks are plus 102 over under 8. Overs minus 105. Unders minus 115. Yanks plus 1.5 is minus 205. Twins minus 1.5 is plus 168. I like the full game over. Rockies Guardians. Herman Marquez, and we don't know who's going for the Guardians yet. And the game on FanDuel is not posted yet. Let's see if DraftKings has it. Because I want to give the people what they want. And, sorry, that line is not available. But at the gunpoint, the Guardians probably should win. Um, 130 Tigers Brewers. Michael Lorenzen and Freddie Peralta. Um, Brewers minus 230. Tigers plus 190. Over under 8. Overs minus 114. Others minus 106. Tigers plus 1.5 is minus 111. Brewers minus 1.5 is minus 110. I like the full game over. 330 Royals Diamondbacks. Ryan Yarbrough, Zach Gallen. D backs minus 270. Royals plus 220 over under 8.5. Overs even money. Unders minus 122. Royals plus 1.5 is plus 106. D backs minus 1.5 is minus 128. For this one, I'm going to go with under 3 Royals runs minus 110. 630 Dodgers Pirates. Tony Gonsolin making the season debut against Ronsi Contreras. Dodgers minus 146. Pirates plus 124. Over under 8.5. Overs minus 118. Unders minus 104. Dodgers minus 1.5 is plus 120. Pirates plus 1.5 is minus 144. I don't know how Gonsolin's going to look, so I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win outright at plus 124. All right, Astros Rays. Um, Rays minus 134. Astros plus 114. Over under 8.5. Minus 120. Strohs plus one half is minus one eighty four. Rays minus one half is plus one fifty two. Then we have Hunter Brown and Calvin Faucher. Um, I like the under eight and a half. I don't feel good about it though. Not making that best bet though. Mariners Phillies. Uh, Logan Gilbert and Tyjon Walker. Um, Mariners minus one twenty. Phillies plus one hundred two over under eight and a half. Overs minus one hundred two. Under minus one twenty. Mariners minus one half is plus one thirty six. Phillies plus one half is minus. 164. Um, this is a tough one. Um, I wanted to originally say full game over, but I kind of like the fills. Plus 102 to win. Nats, Mets. Mackenzie Gore and Cody Senga. Mets minus 205. Nats plus 172 over under 8. Overs minus 115. Unders minus 105. Nats plus 1.5 is minus 114. Mets minus 1.5 is minus 05. I like full game under. 720 Marlins Braves. Sandil Contra and Bryce Edler. Braves minus 158. Marlins plus 134. Over under 8. Overs minus 105. Others minus 115. Marlins plus 1.5 is minus 162. Braves minus 1.5 is plus 134. Full game under again. Uh, 7.30, Padres-Cubs, Michael Waka and Drew Smiley. Padres minus 116, Cubs minus 102, over under 8, overs minus 106, unders minus 114. Padres minus 1F is plus 52, Cubs plus 1F is minus 184. I'm going to go with the Cubs to win straight up at minus 102 as a slight home dog. 9.30, Angels-A's, Luis Medina making his season debut against Patrick Sandoval. Angels minus 235, A's plus 194 over under 9.5, overs minus 104, unders minus 118. A's plus 1.5 is minus 104, Angels minus 1.5 is minus 115. Um, I'm going to go with over 5.5, Angels runs at minus 104 because we don't know about uh, Medina and how he's going to look. Um, and 9.45, Cards, Giants, Stephen Matz and Anthony DiSclefani. Um... It's a pick of minus 108 HY over under 9. Overs even money. Unders minus 132. Cards minus 1 half is plus 146. Giants plus 1 half is minus 178. I'm going to go with the San Francisco Giants in the pick em at minus 108. All right, now we'll move on to soccer. Um, we'll go over some notable results. And then we have quite a few things that we have to uh, go over for today. 
All right, English League Championship. Burnley over Blackburn 1-0. Best bet wins. Um, only one game today, 3 o'clock. It's Sheffield United and West Brom. Um, so, Sheffield minus 110. West Brom's 3-1. Draws plus 240. I'm going to go with Sheffield United. I don't feel good about it, though, at minus 110. English Premier League from yesterday. Wolves over Crystal Palace 2-0. Alston Villa over Fulham 1-0. Leeds and Leicester 1-1 draw. Four games today. 2-30 you have Nottingham Forest and Brighton. Um, Brains minus 185. Nottingham's 5-1. The draws plus 330. Um, I'm going to go with under 2.5 goals at plus 114. 245 you have Chelsea and Brentford. Chelsea minus 135, Brentford's plus 370, draw plus 270. We'll go with the draw plus 270. I don't like how Chelsea's looked lately. Um, West Ham and Liverpool. Liverpool's minus 115, West Ham's plus 290, draw plus 280. This is a tough one, but I'm going to go with Liverpool on the road at minus 115. And at 3 o'clock, you have Man City and Arsenal. Man City minus 165, Arsenal plus 440, draw plus 320. I'm going to go with... Under two and a half goals again at plus one twenty six. La Liga from yesterday. Um, Osasuna over Cuddies one nil. Girona over Real Madrid four two. And Batista and Real Sociedad nil nil draw. All right, today one thirty. You have Atletico and Mallorca. Um, Atletico's minus 300, Mallorca's 8-1, to one, the draw's plus 320. It'd be stunning if Atletico lost this game. I'm going to go over 2.5 goals at plus 126. Getafe at Almeria. Getafe's minus 140, Almeria's plus 390, draw's plus 240. Um, for this one, I'm going to go with over 2.5 goals at plus 118. 4 o'clock, you have Celta Vigo and Elke. Salta Vigo minus 310. LK is plus 750. Draws plus 390. I'm going to go under 2.5 goals of plus 108. And Rayo and Barcelona. Barcelona's minus 145. Rayo's plus 380. Draw plus 260. I'm going to go over 2.5 goals at minus 104. Um... Copa Italia today at 3 o'clock. You have Inter Milan and Juventus. Um, Inter is minus 110. Juventus is plus 290. Draw plus 220. I'm going to go Inter at minus 110. CONCACAF Champions League. The game of the night in soccer period. It's the cup rematch from last year. The Philadelphia Union is hosting LAFC from Subaru Park. Should be a good one. I'm excited for this. Oh, I almost went to MLS. Um, the Union are plus 115 home favorites. LAFC should have won. Draws plus 230. I think the Union have a big chip on their shoulder here because they were... Seconds away from hoisting the MLS Cup. And they got to remember that um, you move on based on goals scored on aggregate. So it's two games. And I think there's tremendous pressure on the Union to come out and rock it at home. Um, you know how I feel about the goalie on that team. He was the best goalie in soccer last year. Um, he let up that goal late. He wasn't great in the penalty kicks. And the backup goalie for LAFC was outstanding. 
Um, so with that said, I think Andre Blake, like I said, will have a big chip on his shoulder. Um, so I'm going to go with the Union at plus 115 at home to win it. Um, in uh, regular time. The U.S. Open Cup. A lot of games today in the U.S. Open Cup. Third round. We have results from yesterday as well. Um, Pittsburgh over Maryland 2-0. Charleston over Charlotte 1-0. An extra time. Minnesota over Detroit 3-1. New England over Hartford 2-1. Charlotte over Tormenta FC 4-1. St. Louis over Omaha 5-1. KC over Tulsa 3-0. And Monterey Bay over San Jose 1-0. Alright, so 7 o'clock we have Cincinnati and... Louisville. So. This should be. An interesting one. Um, Cincinnati's minus 195. Louisville is plus 40. Draws 3 to 1. Um. I'm going to go under two and a half goals, minus 110. Don't feel good about it, though. Loudon and Flower City. Um, Loudon is minus 600. Flower City's 11 to 1, draws plus 550. I'm going to go under two and a half goals, plus 126. 730, Columbus and Indy XI. Um,. I don't see that game posted. That's weird. Um, but the crew should win that game. Um, DC United and Richmond. Um, DC's minus six fifty. Richmond's twelve to one. The draw is plus five fifty. I'm going over three and a half goals at plus one thirty six. Miami FC in Miami. In or Inter Miami CF. Um, Inter-Miami is an even-money favorite. Miami FC is plus 240, and so is the drum going with Inter-Miami at even money. Tampa Bay-Houston. Um, the game is not posted here, weirdly enough. Atlanta-Memphis. Atlanta's minus 50. Memphis is 5-1. The draw is plus 350. I'm going to go under 2 enough goals, plus 112. Birmingham and Chattanooga. Not posted. Chicago and Chicago AC. Not posted. 830 Nashville, San Antonio. Um, Nashville minus 160, San Antonio is 4 to 1. The draws plus 270. I'm going to go over 2 and a half goals, minus 112. Um, 9 o'clock, New Mexico, Phoenix. That game is not posted. So you have. The Colorado Rapids hosting uh, Northern Colorado. Um, that game is not posted yet either. Sacramento and Oakland, not posted. Seattle, San Diego is posted. Seattle's minus 180, San Diego's 420, draws 3 to 1. I'm going to go with under 2.5 goals and minus 108. Vegas, Salt Lake. Vegas plus 260, Salt Lake minus 110, draws plus 250. I'm going Salt Lake minus 110. And then 1030, have Portland in Orange County. Portland's minus 290, Orange County 6 to 1, draws plus 370. I'm going to go under two and a half goals at plus 110. All right, so that's it. Oh, wait, I don't know if that's it for Notable Soccer. We're just going to check and see if the other leagues. Aren't going today. Um, a lot of everybody is uh playing on Friday. Um, and then a Dutch era, um era divide result from yesterday. NEC over FC Groningen one nil. All right, now I'll move on to golf. Um, I know that was a long soccer segment because we had a lot of soccer today. Um, 
So the next golf tournament is the um, Mexico Championship um, from Vedanta Vallarta. Tea times of note. 7.45, Stefan Yeager, Doug M, DJ Tran, Jonas Blix, Grayson Chalmers, 7.56, Grayson Murray, Robbie Shaw, and Harry Higgs. Um, 8.07, Eric Cole, Hank Lebiota, Wesley Bryant, Matt Trainer, Peter Malnati, 8.18, John Rahm, Taylor Pendrith, Alex Smalley, Martin Laird, Alex Deren, Emiliano Grio, 8.29, Mark Hover, Doc Redman, Max McGreevy, Austin Smotherman, Gary Woodland, Lucas Glover, A40, Richard Renski, Matt Wallace, Grayson Hingo, Cam Piercy, Scott Brown, A51, Nate Lashley, Callum Tarrant, DA Points, Nate Watney, Jonathan Burbeo, Hostler, 902, Wyndham Clark, Austin Cook, Ryan Moore, Kevin Strillman, Ben Crane, 913, Ben Taylor, Brandon Wu, Patrick Rogers, um, Sean O'Hare, 924, Kevin Westmoreland, Dylan Wu, 935, Harry Hall, Cam Young, Kevin Roy, Paul Haley, 946, Victor Norman, uh, Trevor Werblow, 1250, Grayson C, Jimmy Walker, Walker, Joseph Bramlett, um, Brian Stewart, Kelly Kraft, 101, Andrew Novak, Lucas Hodges, um, Chris Stroud, Ryan Moore, um, 112, Will Gordon, Adam Putnam, Adam Long, James Hahn, Dylan Fertelli, Nicholas Echevarria is 123 with Jamie Holmes, Lucas Griffin, Tony Finau, Camilo Vegas, Matt McNeely, 134, Cam Champ, Kevin Twy, Lucas, Davis Lipsky, Ben Davis, 145, Henrik Norlander, Evan Van Royen, Cesar V, Francesco Molinari, 156, Matthias Schwab, Bryce Garnett, Charlie Hoffman, Sodi Codiara, um, two hundred seven Pat Gazier, um, Tyson Alexander, Ben Martin, two eighteen Brent Grant, Harrison Endicott, Scott Piercy, Kyle Stanley, Alex Badley, one or two twenty nine Michael Gig, Gig um, Gleijic, um. Aaron Wright, Austin Eckrote, 240, Matthias Schmidt, Scott Harrington, 251, Nicholas Hojard, MJ Doffe, and Estelanzo Goya. Um, so I have a player in mind for this tournament. I think I picked him for um to win a, a tournament earlier in the year. Um he was good in this tournament last year. And I I'm going to lay a fifth of a unit on it. Oh, he's plus 850. Um, now I don't know if I want to pick him or not. Ugh. The player I wanted to pick is plus 850. Hmm. I'm going to go with a different player instead, and I'm going to lay a tenth of a unit. I'm going to go Gary Woodland. At twenty two to one. If Tony Finau wins, I'm gonna feel stupid, but the number's too short for me to bet it, and I think it would be a single digit number. I knew John Rahm was gonna be a big favorite, but I certainly did not think that Tony Finau would be plus eight fifty. All right, reality TV time. We'll start with Idol. Um, we. Did not get to it yesterday, but the top 12 was unveiled. Um, so Ryan had everybody backstage, and 
you're either in the safe zone or the danger zone. And at the end of the show, the judges picked the final two spots in the top 12. First up was Weani. Um, her verdict was safe. And then she performed This Is Me by The Greatest Showman. Or from The Greatest Showman. So, you were told your verdict before you performed. So, some of these uh, performers that were uh, safe. No pressure. Um, next up was Michael Williams. His verdict was The Danger Zone. He performed Golden Hour by JVKE. Next up was Hannah Nicolaisen. She was in The Danger Zone. She performed Royals by Lord. Next up was Warren P. He was safe and he performed It's Not My Time by Three Doors Down. Um, next up was Mariah. Um, her verdict was Danger and she performed If It Hadn't Been For Love by The Steel Drivers. Next up was Haven Madison. Her verdict was safe. She performed her original called 15. Nyla's verdict was danger. She performed Alive by Sia. Paige's verdict was danger. And she performed I Am Here by Pink. Matt's verdict was danger. He performed For Tonight by Give On. Next up was Tyson Venegas. His verdict was safe. He performed Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me by Elton John. I thought he was the best performer of the safe verdicts. Colin Stow was safe. He performed Dancing on My Own by Robin. Mary Beth Bird was safe. She performed Cover Me Up by Jason Isbell. Kyara's verdict was Danger. And she performed if I Were Your Woman by Gladys Knight and the Pips. Oliver's verdict was safe. He performed You're Still the One by Shania Twain. That's Oliver Steele. Um, Olivia Sully's verdict was Danger. She performed God is a Woman by Ariana Grande. Ian Tongi's verdict was safe. He performed Stuck on You by Lionel Richie. Um... Zakaria Smith's verdict was safe. He performed Hold the Line by Toto. Lucy Love's verdict was Danger. She performed Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Um, Megan Danielle's verdict was safe. She performed Thank God I Do by Lauren Daigle. Appropriate for her because Lauren Daigle surprised her at her audition in the first episode of the season. It's amazing that Megan has made it this far. And then Nutsa went last. Um, her verdict was danger and she performed I'm Telling You I'm Not Going by or from Dream Girls. And I felt that Nutsa was the best of the danger performance rankings. I thought the second best was Matt Wilson. But who did the judges pick? So Lionel Richie announced that the first pick was going to be Lucy Love. And then Luke and Katie together made the announcement that the second pick was going to be Nutsa. So the last two that performed from the danger zone got in. And um, the funny thing here is that um, there are six boys and six girls in the top 12 now. So uh, I like that it's evened out from a gender standpoint. So Sunday's episode is going to be interesting. We'll preview and pick, make some predictions and whatnot. And it's supposed to be like rock and roll themed. So we'll have more idle content for you on the Friday podcast. All right, we'll move on to Mass Singer now. I made a big mistake on the podcast last week. I didn't know it was going to be a sing-along review of the season episode but tonight's episode is the uh the save so it's gonna be interesting um who of the four contestants that were had the bell rang will survive we have medusa we have 
gargoyle. And we have mantis. We'll start with Medusa. Um, she talks about how she was a survivor. There's a lot of interesting um, clues. Um, rubber ducks. Um, colored trees. Chris Martin. There's a terrier. Maybe Doug Goldman has a connection with her. She sang with her dad. Candles. And then her celebrity clues. Um, she was the cover of The Most Beautiful People. Plane ticket, first class, 1996 Tokyo. And then there's a bridge in lights. And, um, um, so, there are candles in a clue package, so, I personally believe that Medusa is Fergie. The two clues that sell it for me, the bridge and lights, London Bridge. Chris Martin. Um, her and Chris Martin both performed in halftime shows together. And the Black Eyed Peas and Coldplay were big at the same time. And in the plane ticket, first class... 1996 Tokyo. Um, so, obviously first class, glamorous, so there's where it goes to Fergie. Um, and then Gargoyle, we only saw once. Um, there is an I Love LA jukebox, a video game remote, a gate, hot sauce, fire, passed on the past two. There was a brown card that had three S's on it. He said stuck on the sideline. And the celebrity clue was rock solid, record maker, making waves on the field and making history. I feel pretty confident that this is uh, former Giants wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. Um, and current Ravens receiver, I should say. Um, it just feels like Odell. I love L.A. He was on the Rams. He was stuck on the sideline. He... Towards ACL twice. He was passed on in the draft and as a free agent when after the Browns cut him. And then there's the Brown car with three S's. He was on three teams. Brown, Cleveland Browns. And then he made records as a rookie. So this is Odell Beckham Jr. And then Mantis, who Robin saved... A couple of weeks ago, there was um, a city of plane. Um, he's good at comedy. He said he almost won an Emmy, an Emmy. Dancing with Wolves, Shakespeare, Poker Chips, Vegas Clue, Broadway. And he performed the whole time rock and roll by Bob Seger. And but in the Battle Royale, which I thought he really stood out, was I've Got a Golden Ticket from Willy Wonka. Um, his celeb clue was. Glasses with a tag, the true story, played someone in the movie that was a legend. I think this is Neil Patrick Harris. And this is my least confident pick. Um, a lot of Broadway clues and in Vegas comedy, so it adds up to um, Mr. Neil Patrick Harris. Um, at gunpoint, who goes to the final of the three? It's gotta be Medusa. Medusa's the most talented and I think Gargoyle goes home first, and then we'll see Odell get unmasked. And then um, it'll be Mantis against um, Medusa. Mantis goes home. Medusa moves on. 
And we'll see Mantis unmasked. I don't know who Mantis is. And by the way, it might not even be Odell Beckham Jr. And I might look like an idiot for saying uh, and Odell will be unmasked. Because I just feel this is about as good as I feel about someone being under the mask since Rob Gronkowski in the COVID season. All right, now I'll move on to Survivor. Um, last week was an interesting episode as we talked about on Thursday last week. Um, so the immunity challenge was the, uh, the, the groups, um, there were in groups, um, there were five pairs and they had to, uh, um, maneuver themselves through a tangled net one-on-one and then they digged up some planks um, from the sand pit and the first four pairs to do so uh, moved on and then they used the planks to uh, cross a rope bridge and then the first two pairs to make it across the the bridge made it to the final round. And then they competed as individuals. And then the final four stood on narrow footholds at at uh, regular intervals. And the footholds would get narrower. And then the last person standing on immunity, which happened to be Lauren. And it threw off a plan that Danny had to vote her out. And then... Ratu and Soka have been fighting each other this entire um, season, pretty much, with the Tika group in the middle. So that looks good for uh, Carson and Jam Jam and their chances of going further. And then Danny played his idol on Franny to negate six six votes as... uh, they blindsided Brandon, who is now with Matt in the jury. Um, so best move of the episode. I love when people use their idol on another player. And in this scenario, it was a brilliant move because Freddie would have went home if it wasn't for Danny. So good job, Danny, for using your idol on Franny and being selfless and... Uh, Owning up to uh, you having the idol. It worked out. Worst move of the episode. um, I'm going to say. The. um, The secret about. Um. Um, Danny telling his allies that he was playing the idol for Franny. Um, but Heidi told Carson and Jam Jam about it. So, I'm going to say, um... Definitely Danny uh, keeping Heidi in on the secret a little bit, even though she voted for Brandon. So, um, yeah. Um, I'd say Heidi slipping was the worst move. Um. And then, favorite moment of the episode was seeing the joy on Matt's face after Franny pretty much was saved by Danny. Um, That was pretty cool. And I know Matt's rooting for Franny. And I like that uh, he was supporting uh, another guy uh, saving his girl. So, I love to see the face for Matt and him being happy about it. 
Um, I don't have a worst part of the episode that I could think about. Because I really enjoyed this one. Um, winner pick, I'm sticking with Danny, I think. Um, him using his idol on somebody else makes him look good. And I still think he's in good shape. Although I think Franny is somebody I'm keeping an eye on for a potential winner. I love Franny. Like, I think she's my favorite player on the season. But I, at gunpoint, I think Danny wins. Next to go, um, this is a tough one. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be Kane or Lauren. Lauren? I'm going to go Lauren. I'm going to make a safer pick and say Lauren. She won immunity last week. And they were talking about getting her out last week. So I'm going to go with Lauren to go home. And individual immunity. Let's go with Jam Jam. Why not? I think Jam Jam's going to have a moment uh, within these last, uh, within one of these next couple of weeks. So I'm going to say Jam Jam wins individual immunity. All right, now I'm going to do my latest NFL mock draft. Um, two more left. It's today and tomorrow. So this is my ninth mock draft. Number one, the Carolina Panthers from the Chicago Bears. Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. This pick should be an absolute no-brainer since that infamous Reddit post about Will Levis being first. Young's size may concern people, but his potential is real, and he is the most well-rounded quarterback drafted arguably since Joe Burrow, or will be drafted since Joe Burrow. Two, Houston Texans. Tyree Wilson, edge, Texas Tech. It's insane to me that the Texans may pass on a quarterback of this caliber yet again, and it would be a massive mistake unless it's a trade down. Wilson reminds me of Trayvon Walker in terms of how fast he was rising in mocks, which had the Jags take him first last year. But Wilson has high upside and is super athletic. Three Arizona Cardinals, Will Anderson Jr., Edge, Alabama. The Cards got to be careful here because they could trade down too far to the point they miss out on what could be the best player of the whole draft. Anderson is more well-rounded than Tyree Wilson and has excellent technique. For Indianapolis Colts, C.J. Stroud, quarterback, Ohio State. I cannot get cute here with putting Will Levis or Anthony Richardson here, and if Stroud isn't the pick here, the draft will become chaotic as the Colts get um, the quarterback one they needed since Andrew Luck retired. Stroud Excels from the pocket and has great accuracy. Five, the Seattle Seahawks from the Denver Broncos. Christian Gonzalez, cornerback, Oregon. This would be a surprising selection for the Seahawks since there are larger needs. Um, Gonzalez is an absolute ball hawk. He has great size and speed and would fit nicely in that secondary. Sixth, the Detroit Lions from the Los Angeles Rams. Jalen Carter, defensive tackle, Georgia. This would be a great selection for a Lions team that needs youth on their defense. Carter is perhaps one of the three best players in the whole draft, and he has a strong on-field demeanor. Seven, Las Vegas Raiders. Devon Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. The Raiders are always a media sleeper pick to draft a quarterback, but they'll be happy to land Witherspoon here, and it's a position of need as well. Witherspoon is very polished and tough, but... Questions are raised about his frame. Eight, the Atlanta Falcons. Nolan Smith, Edge, Georgia. The Falcons feel like a safe bet to take a pass rusher here, and Smith makes sense as they make the homecoming pick. Smith is not as well-rounded as Will Anderson, as some may think. He is the best pure pass rusher in the class. Nine, the Chicago Bears from the Carolina Panthers. Paris Johnson Jr., offensive tackle, Ohio State. 
The Bears did a great job getting a nice haul for the top overall pick, and the team needs protection for Justin Fields in the worst way possible, and they land a stud in Johnson. His versatility can allow him to come in and start immediately. 10. The Philadelphia Eagles from the New Orleans Saints. Miles Murphy, Edge, Clemson. Murphy feels like such a big wild card in this draft considering he can go top 10 or fall out of the top 20. Murphy was dealing with a hamstring injury, which may have teams concerned, but he has the size and speed to be impactful. 10, the ten or 11, the Tennessee Titans. Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida. I don't mock trades in mock drafts, but I would not be surprised if the Titans move up to grab their quarterback of the future. Richardson is a classic boomer bust prospect, but intrigues many teams due to his raw potential and elite arm. 12, the Houston Texans from the Cleveland Browns. Will Levis, quarterback, Kentucky. I'm not completely sure if the Texans would even get Levis to fall into their laps here, but it would be something. There were rumors about Levis um, being told that he's going first, but I'm not buying that at all as the Texans get a guy that some feel is the best passer in the class. 13, the Green Bay Packers from the New York Jets. Lucas Van Ness, Edge, Iowa. Now that the Packers are in a rebuild, they got to take some chances on some players. Van Ness didn't start well in college, but he has excellent technique and the high ceiling. 14, the New England Patriots. Joey Porter Jr., cornerback, Penn State, who was once the super hot consensus pick two spots later, is now an interesting choice to go here. Porter Jr. is a very physical player and would fit really well in today's league but gets very handsy. 15, the New York Jets from the Green Bay Packers. Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, Tennessee. Now that Aaron Rodgers is officially a Jet, the team must go and get him some protection. Wright had a great season in college and stood out in the Pro Bowl and excels at pass blocking on either side. 16, the Washington Commanders. Broderick Jones, offensive tackle, Georgia. The Commanders get a gift with Jones falling to them and they should absolutely take him. Jones was successful against SEC defenses in college and is super athletic. 17, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Peter Skaronski, offensive tackle, guard, Northwestern. The Steelers have to be doing cartwheels with Skaronski falling to them. Skaronski is a versatile player, and the team will be hoping he'd protect Kenny Pickett for the next decade plus. 18, the Detroit Lions. B. John Robinson, running back, Texas. This would be a super fun player team match if it were to happen, and it would change the look of the Lions offense for the better. Robinson is a top 10 talent in this whole draft and would be the best first round back since Saquon Barkley. 19, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Anton Harrison, offensive tackle, Oklahoma. The Bucs are all of a sudden rebuilding too, and they need youth everywhere. Harrison excels at stopping the run and can start right away since Donovan Smith is no longer on this team. 20, the Seattle Seahawks, Jackson Smith, Njigba, wide receiver, Ohio State. It personally would be surprising if Smith and Jigba was still available into the 20s. Adding Smith and Jigba would be really fun, as it would be him, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf, and it would make life easier for the newly paid Geno Smith. 21, the Los Angeles Chargers. Jordan Addison, wide receiver, USC. Sands rumors about the Chargers going with the corner. It feels like a skilled offensive player is where the team will go. Addison is a great route runner and is mainly used in the slot and would be another weapon for Justin Herbert. 22, the Baltimore Ravens. Quinton Johnson, wide receiver, TCU. Even with the addition of Odell Beckham Jr. and whether Lamar Jackson is back or not, the Ravens need a wide receiver. Johnson had an excellent season in college and is great athletically. He has good hands and running routes. 23 to Minnesota Vikings. Deontay Banks, cornerback, Maryland. The Vikings go with an important need pick here with Banks, and they need help all over their defense. Banks put together a very solid season this past year, and his physicality can match some NFL receivers. 24 Jacksonville Jaguars. Brian Branch, safety, Alabama. I think it's important that the Jags can select someone that can help them right away since they are close to Super Bowl contention. 
Branch, believe it or not, is faster than what he showed at the Combine. He excels off the edge, tackles well, and is solid in coverage. 25, the New York Giants. Zay Flowers, wide receiver, Boston College. The Giants should do everything they can to help show everyone that Daniel Jones is worth that big contract he just signed. Flowers was an electric player in college and can play outside or in the slot, and he'll help stretch the field. 26, the Dallas Cowboys. Michael Meyer, tight end, Notre Dame. Jerry Jones would be dancing around the draft room if Meyer were to follow them. Meyer would more than help replace the production of Dalton Schultz left that Dalton Schultz left behind, and he would be able to stretch the field, and he also excels at run blocking. 27, the Buffalo Bills. Drew Sanders, linebacker, Arkansas. The Bills can go in a numerous different directions here, and linebacker makes sense since they lost Tremaine Edmonds. Sanders had a terrific season in college and is versatile like Edmonds. 28, the Cincinnati Bengals. Dalton Kincaid, tight end, Utah. The Bengals are trying to get back to the Super Bowl for the second time in three years, and giving Joe Burrow another weapon would help the cause. Kincaid can end up going higher than this because his medical are improved, but what still needs to be improved is his blocking. 29, the New Orleans Saints from the San Francisco 49ers via Miami Dolphins and Denver Broncos. Brian Brees, defensive tackle, Clemson. One of the more obvious team and positional picks is the Saints and a pass rusher. Brees had a tough few years on and off the field, but he is excellent at stopping the run and has much more potential. 30, the Philadelphia Eagles. Kalijah Kansi, defensive tackle, Pitt. With their second first rounder, the Eagles go with a long-term pick for interior of their defensive line. Kansi is a relentless and consistent pass rusher, but he is undersized. And 31, the Kansas City Chiefs. Will McDonald, the fourth, edge, Iowa State. This is There's some chatter about the Chiefs moving up and grabbing receiver, but edge rush is where there's a larger need. McDonald is a real explosive player with a high ceiling that can get sacks consistently. So there you have it for the mock draft. And now we'll go over the news and notes for today. Breaking news coming down right now from Shams. Kawhi Leonard has been diagnosed with a torn meniscus in his right knee. Um... As uh, he was doing great in the playoffs. And the injury was revealed and was shut down by medical staff. Um, that's just so unfortunate. Um, he was so good in those two games. And then you knew something was going to come out about Kawhi. After the Clippers were eliminated. You knew it. You knew something was bad. If he didn't get hurt. The series would still be going on right now. Honestly. And heck the Clippers. Could have won that series. That's how good Kawhi was. He was the best player in the series. The first two games. And hopefully. um, We'll see. I mean I wouldn't. I don't think it's a, a lock. That he starts next year. On the Clippers honestly. Like I think the Clippers. Should blow it up. Because it didn't work. Like, they're they're the Brooklyn Nets of the West. Let's be honest. They're Brooklyn. And um, maybe a little bit better from a coaching and roster standpoint. But from the Stars standpoint, they're Brooklyn. And um, they just have to blow it up. I really do, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Um, Trae Young trade unlikely as his reputation as a defensive liability has hurt his value. Not surprised. De'Aaron Fox will be playing today against the Kings while dealing with the fractured left index finger. That's not great. I mean, it's great that he's playing, but it's not great that he uh, has that fracture. He's not going to look the same. And the Warriors, I think, are going to try to do some things here. 
Uh, Paolo Bonchero wins Rookie of the Year, beating out Walker Kessler and Jalen Williams. Um, not surprising. He should have been unanimous, but he got 28 of 30 first-place votes. Um, Jeremy Lin went off for a 50-point triple-double in the Taiwan League. On the Taiwan League. That's funny. Joel Embiid wear, may wear a brace in the second round due to sprained LCL. Um, but the good news is that the Celtics lost last night. That is the best thing that happened to the Sixers yesterday. Um, Dylan Brooks is very immature. His response to reporters after their game four loss, I'm out. Like, grow up. Own up to what you said about LeBron and admit you made a mistake. Jesus. I wouldn't be shocked if he's on a different team next year. Nike is honoring the Houston Comets as Air Force One's four-piece shoe to be released in honor of the former WNBA franchise. So that is um, pretty good. Um, A lot of football stuff, um, a lot of odd stuff. We talked about in the mock draft how um, a Reddit post moves um, Will Levis's odds up to go number one, but I'm not buying that at all. And speaking of odds going up, um, DraftKings has cornerback as the favorite position for the New York Giants over wide receiver. I disagree with that. It has to be a wide receiver. I know corners are need, and they can address wide receiver later. But what are the odds that Cam Smith of South Carolina falls to them in the second round? I mean, not inconceivable. Or the kid from Kansas State. Or the kid from Michigan, DJ Turner. But if I'm the Giants, I go as one of those elite wide receivers first and then address corner or um, the IOL second. So, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what goes down. And tonight, obviously, I'm going to do the uh, big mock or uh, draft preview podcast. Unveiled the uh, the big board and go over needs and such. Um, Luke Heakley, the former Panthers linebacker, gets Panthers fans hype for um, the number one overall pick. Um, the Titans have the financing piece for the NFL's next pricey stadium that they hope to open for the 2027 season as they were okayed for $760 million in city bonds for the stadium. So that is interesting. Um, Aaron Rodgers is at the Jets facility. He made an Instagram post saying goodbye to Green Bay after 18 seasons, which is a crazy, crazy thing. Um, and the Jets actually makes uh, $43.7 million in cap space as they picked up Aaron Rodgers' $58.3 million option bonus, which had it created. Um, and Woody Johnson just said, uh, welcome, Aaron Rodgers. So the deal is done, 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 done. Um, not that it wasn't two days ago and Shafter reported it, but I guess um, he had penned the paper. Or uh, he passed his physicals, I mean. Penned the paper as if they signed him as a free agent. Um, the Panthers have decided on the top pick, as Frank Reich said that he and Scott have consensus on which quarterback Carolina will take first overall. They're not saying who it is, but it should be Bryce Young. Um, the Dolphins are linked to Dalvin Cook. As sources says Miami could get aggressive and trade for him if he's available. Some hockey stuff. Um, Kel McCarr out game five against the Kraken after his late hit on Jaron McCann in that game. Brutal for Colorado. I think Colorado should win that game. But 
um, even without McCarr. But this could cost them big time if they lose this game. Um, Gerard Grant rips into uh, the Rangers' effort for Game 4, and rightfully so. They were awful in that game. Good on their coach to uh, to get tough on his team, as I expect uh, a better performance in Game 5 in New Jersey. Um, some college football. Um, Notre Dame quarterback Tyler Buchner to enter the portal as he's continuing to consider returning to Notre Dame after the announcement. Um, there's a UConn fans tattoo mistake as uh they had the wrong year put on the tattoo. Yikes! Um, baseball news on um, Justin Verlander feels 99% ready and says he expects to return to the Mets after scheduled rehab start on Friday. So that's great news for the Mets. Great news for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Brian Reynolds agrees to an eight-year, 106 and three-quarter dollar extension to stay in Pittsburgh. So that is wonderful news for the Pirates who are off to a surprising start this season. Um, soccer news on U.S. Soccer hires Matt Crocker for the new sporting director and was the director of football operations at Southampton. So that is interesting. And then uh, Tati Castellanos was the first player since 1947 to score four goals on Real Madrid in La Liga. Holy cow, that's historic. And two other notes. Um, Don Lemon fired from CNN, and Tucker Carlson let go from Fox News. These are two things that were announced on Monday. Uh, very stunning of these networks to let go of these personalities. I wonder what's next for both. I know there's more to it from a political standpoint and things that these two gentlemen have said on the air, which caused some havoc with those networks. So we'll see what the future holds for uh, Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson. And I think the Tucker one is being a little bit blown out of proportion. Just a little. And we talked about how today is show number 1600. Um, let's hope for a goal to make 2,000 podcasts this year. So that's my personal goal. And then tonight will be 1601. All right, last but not least, my best bet of the day brought to you by FanDuel. Um, this was a long show today, I know. We had just had a lot to talk about. Um, so, for best bet, um, there was a couple things that jumped out to me. The pick I'm going to lay a quarter unit on. Under eight Marlins Braves. I think Sandale Contra bounces back. Um, Bryce Adler's been terrific for Atlanta so far. So I'm going to go under eight between the Marlins and the Braves for my best bet of the day. That's it for today's show. I'll be back tomorrow recapping everything and looking ahead to everything tomorrow, including my final mock draft and a Massinger and Survivor episodes and then also tonight obviously as i mentioned in the previous segment i'll be back for the uh major draft show and it might be a two-parter hope you guys have a great day everyone